0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to our listeners joining us today. I am Will Heisentruitt, and this is Sometimes Baseball. I am joined by writer, journalist, editor, broadcaster, former communications and corporate communications intern, former distinguished video coordinator, and my good friend, co-host, David Bourne. How are you doing, David?
1: Will the Thrill, how are you today? <laughs>
0: I'm doing it fantastic, it's a beautiful day out there. Now, is fun, but three is a party. With that being said, we are also joined by former camp counselor, former distinguished manager of college basketball players, AKA babysitter, owner of the coolest cleats ever, and our good friend, Bobby White. How are you, Bobby? What's up, Trout? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. All right, let's run through the agenda for today. We're going to start it off, as always, with the what you've been thinking. Then we're going to go into why Bobby, we're bringing Bobby onto the show. A little bit of Kevin Newman trivia slash just fun stuff. Then we're going to uh, transition into today in baseball history. Then we're going to look at some takeaways from the last week of the season. And then we're going to talk about USA baseball and the Olympics and make a little team out of USA baseball players. It's going to be pretty fun. We're going to go on the draft of weirdest Olympic sports, and then we're going to bring it all home with trivia, a song, lyric, or movie quote that the guys have brought, and then the trending Twitter topic. Now, if any of our listeners have a fun Twitter story they want us to talk about, trivia they think can stump David or our guests like Bobby, you can be a part of the show. All you have to do is reach out to us on either Instagram or Twitter. On Instagram, you can DM us at sometimesbaseball. And on Twitter, you can reach us at Sometimes Baseball. Additionally, if you like our logo, head on over to tspring.com slash stores slash sometimes baseball. That is T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G dot com. If you don't like any of the current designs, you can reach out to our email, which is sometimes baseball at gmail.com. So we're going to start it off with the what you've been thinking. David, start us off.
1: So more baseball thoughts coming from me this week. The Phillies are finally playing again. They got a big win today. And um, after every win, T.D. Gregorius puts out like uh, some crazy tweet with a whole bunch of emojis <laughs> that you sort of have to decipher and just piece together based on the box score. It's something he started on the Yankees and I loved then. And now that he's on my favorite team, I love it even more. So um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing these tweets for the rest of the season. And hopefully many more are heading my direction.
0: Yeah, yeah, if if he tweets that out about 30 plus times, you're looking at a, a playoff spot there, so. <laughs>
1: yes. The more the merrier. I'm I'm hoping I get a lot of these tweets on my sideline.
0: Yeah, it was like the um oh gosh. Uh wasn't uh Simmons like with like his cat wasn't that like another big Philly thing? Raise the cat. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I love that kind of stuff. Just like uh <laughs> branding and social media marketing and things of that nature and just like making something your thing. I think that's awesome. So, Yeah, man, uh, for I really the brand it, uh
0: Yes. Yes. Exactly. Always for the brand. Always. <laughs> Bobby, what you've been thinking?
2: Baseball today came out with their top 150 prospects for uh, next year's draft. And I, it had me thinking about the draft roll. And I think Kumar Rocker would have gone number one overall this year without the uh, having to go three years before the draft.
0: Yeah, that is something interesting about baseball. It's like you can either get drafted out of high school or wait three years to get drafted again.
2: Well, even for his freshman year, he was like the top freshman in all of baseball. I think he could have gone number two behind Rutschman.
0: Yeah, that's a good thought. Yeah, Uh, for those of you that don't know, Kumar Rocker, he goes to Vanderbilt University, and he was the guy in the College World Series two years ago, I think, that threw the no-hitter.
2: Yeah, I think it was, it was last year. He was, the, uh, he was the College World Series most outstanding player. This year he had 28 strikeouts in 15 innings.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, he was definitely poised for another big year before the uh, shutdown happened. Yeah, good thought there. All right, here's what I've been thinking, and it kind of comes with a question. So I've started to pick up golf more recently, and it is tough. But at the same time, everyone can play it. So what is the hardest game that everyone can play? I I personally think it's golf now just because I don't care how well you can hit it. it, it, Like you still got to hit it straight or (laughs) this and that. Um, I don't know. What are some other sports or games that everyone can play that are pretty tough?
2: Uh, This pandemic, I started picking up tennis and that is, that's not an easy game.
0: Yeah. I work for a tennis company now and uh, (laughs) it's definitely based on what I've seen. Not very easy. Um, there's also another game called Pickleball, which is basically like a, sh- a shrunk down version of that. <laughs> it's pretty. Pickleball's fun. You've played it.
1: Oh, yeah. We used to play it in, uh, in gym class in high school. Nice. Pick- Pickleball's for the
2: older folks. <laughs> that's, that's my take on Pickleball.
0: And the high school uh, generation. <laughs> okay. So, Kevin Newman. We introduced the Kevin Newman hit counter. And before today, he's been up to six hits so far. So we got to give Kevin Newman the love he deserves. And I guess that I should explain why I love Kevin Newman so much. Uh, David and I, and Bobby as well, went to probably 20 Pirates games last year. Uh, maybe, probably more. Um, and I know I was with David when I heard Kevin Newman's walk-up song for the first time. David, do you remember the song? I do. Can't Tell Me Nothing by Kanye Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> One and, of the best. Uh, yeah, so his opening uh or his walk up song was the opening to that song and it got me that got me on high alert. I'm like, ooh, who is this? <laughs> and uh, turns out it was Kevin Newman and he got a hit immediately, and I, I'm pretty sure I turned to Dave and I said, This is my new favorite player. <laughs> now, Bobby, you said he has changed his walk up song to
2: knock knock.
0: Yes, heard knock, that the
2: knock, other day on uh, on the broadcast.
0: Yes, Knock Knock by Mac Miller, which is probably my favorite Mac Miller song, um, which is also another big Kevin Newman point to him. Uh, So I've been following him along. And uh, also some big Kevin Newman news. He's going to be having a baby soon. Big shout out. (laughs) But uh, I've also gotten David and Bobby on the Kevin Newman hype train. And a couple months ago, Kevin Newman put on his Instagram uh, giveaway. Like and comment what you miss most about baseball and tag two other baseball fans below for a chance to win signed game used cleats. Bobby, take the story and run away with it. Let's go. Let's hear it.
2: So, I have been a big Kevin Newman fan since he was first drafted by the Pirates back in 2015. I've been following him on Instagram, I've been following him on Twitter. So, one day I got a uh, notification on my Instagram. David tagged me in a post. I get maybe one a month of giveaways of him tagging me and every single time I I do what it says. I, I try it and I never win. So this time I thought, ah, we'll go, we'll go at it with, with a little bit of a joke. So it was, it was comment something and then or comment why, what you miss most about pirates baseball Yes, and tag two friends. So as a joke, I, I, I think the comment was I missed the pirate parrot terrorizing little kids. <laughs> and that was what was not expecting to win and must have been 24 hours later was just sitting on my couch and got like three Instagram buzzes in a row. First a follow request from Kevin Newman. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> and then he, and then I, and then a DM request from Kevin Newman. And I was like, holy Wow, what is going on here? And um, sure enough, he, he DM'd me. He said, hey, man, you, you, won, you won the giveaway. I was like, oh, this is sick. So <laughs> he, he DM'd me back and forth a little bit, asked for my address, asked me what I wanted on the cleats. Um, was was really just stand-up guy the entire time. Great, great guy. Definitely a fan for life. So uh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh,
0: Let's see him. Let's see him. We got now we got these a little, are uh, pleats.
2: game game worn says Bobby go bucks signed <laughs> Kevin Newman,
0: those are sweet, let's get the full three sixty the Adidas logo on the other side, there you go, yes, <laughs> we
2: do with a uh we do have a case in route with a uh, with a little name plate. it says Kevin Newman those
0: Pittsburgh are fresh,
2: College. yeah, it's
0: yes, Kevin Newman fans for life over here at sometimes baseball, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
2: 200 million dollar cleats
0: yes sir 200 million dollar cleats again if you uh this is your first episode uh go follow kevin newman everything he posts 200 million dollar whatever's related to that post <laughs> i'm sure he loves it uh
2: i, I was gonna t- let's let's not let's not go overboard and get me an unfollow because that's, <laughs> that's my favorite follow on instagram right now
0: it's a cool one for sure for sure all right let's transition into today in baseball history so I got the Roberto Clemente jersey on, and August 6th, 1973, Roberto Clemente and Warren Spahn had the list of new inductees at Cooperstown. Clemente is the first Latin-born player to achieve membership in the Hall of Fame, albeit posthumously. Uh, Roberto Clemente, for me, has always been a guy I would have liked to see play every day that played before I was alive. And uh, everything I've read about him was glowing in his accounts of how he would tear around the bases, how he had like a cannon for an arm, how he was like relentless at the plate. And he even had like a bit of swagger uh, walking up to the plate. Like he would drag like the bat behind him, which I thought was like, it's like, that's like pretty cool. He like just dragging it behind him uh, as he's walking out to the plate. So yeah, for me, Clemente is always like a guy I would like to see play before I was born. Uh, what about you guys? What is um, somebody you would like to see play for your time here on earth?
2: So I actually had a little bit of a two-part here. Ken Griffey Jr., Played for the most part, his I would say his prime was before I was born, and I really wanted to see that. His last like really good year was in two thousand.
0: Yeah, injury bug got him.
2: Yeah, after that he had he had those like three years in in Cincinnati where he was crushing it, but like he wasn't moving as well. Like it it just like watching old highlights of Ken Griffey for Seattle. Like I I really want to see that, and then another guy was. Bo Jackson, before he got mm-hmm. hurt, his – like, he could do it all. That, that He was the definition of a five-tool guy. Like, he, in his, like, third and fourth year, I think he had, like, 25 home runs, 32 home runs, and then something like 27 and 26 stolen bases. Just,
0: yeah, the dude was so fast. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and if then, you want to watch uh, some cool things about uh, either of those guys, I think on, M- on MLB Network they had a special on Ken Griffey Jr., uh, entitled jr and i think it's on youtube now so you watch that for free and then 30 for 30 you don't know bo about bo jackson another good one
1: uh bob actually stole my bo jackson one but i did have a backup <laughs> just in case i'm also sort of drifting into my early years here but i picked uh cal Ripken jr Ooh. he retired in 2001 but i was three years old and do not have a single memory of cal Ripken jr <laughs> playing baseball but um I feel like if you ask anybody who's around like 30 years old who their favorite baseball player is, they all say Cal Ripken Jr. and everybody else just has nothing but good things to say about him. So uh that's yeah. my pick. Yeah, I feel like if, you know, he's got all these rave reviews, he must have must have been a stud and the stats certainly back that up.
0: So, yeah, for uh, that's sure what I'm going with. Yeah, growing up uh in the in Maryland, my parents love Cal Ripken Jr. like they I got my mom a 1983 World Series baseball signed by Cal Ripken Jr. to add to her collection. She's got like a mug, like some uh, other cool graphics, uh, like uh, magazine covers or whatnot. And my dad, he said his biggest regret will always not be, uh, will always be being offered tickets to the record-breaking 21:31 game that Cal Ripken played to break Lou Gehrig's record, and he turned him down because he was doing something else <laughs> instead of going oh, to that, that
1: game. That better be a good something else.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know <laughs> what it was.
1: <laughs> my uh,
0: uh, Or maybe he had, like, the option to buy the tickets and he just didn't pull the trigger or whatever.
2: My mom said that she went to the game, like, two or three beforehand and there was like nobody in the stands
0: (laughs) sheesh yeah another yeah everything about that streak is just so cool like oh man there's so many things it's like like he ended the streak because he's like i didn't want to play anymore and the in the the guy who saw he was playing third base he went up to the the manager's like hey uh you know you wrote my name instead of Cal's name in the lineup, right? <laughs> uh, the manager's like, yeah, Cal just said he didn't want to play today. <laughs> I was like, all right. Um, there's another game where, like, the lights went out or whatever because there was, like, some potential scandal with, like, Kevin Costner and Cal Ripken's wife or – I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta look into that one <laughs> yeah it's uh very interesting stuff um
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah I
0: was... like conspiracy theories um because yeah apparently cowdick wouldn't would not have made it to the game but yeah another another good one there david um <laughs> all right let's move on to the takeaways from the second week of the season uh mine is that Luis robert is legit I think he's leading the American League in wins above replacement. Every time I go on to see what the White Sox are up to, it's just filled with Luis Robert highlights of him just hitting dingers or stealing hits out in center field. Uh, That man looks like he should be playing linebacker in the NFL. Um, But, yeah, he is legit. The White Sox have studs all over that field between Moncada, Jimenez, Grandal, Robert. No Marmazara is with them now. Like, you forget about that. Uh, Michael Kopek. Um, I think he opted out, though. Or he. Yeah, it. he did. Giolito. Yeah, these guys are studs. So watch out for them.
1: I was um, looking up the price of Luis Robert cards, like rookie cards yeah. and autographs, just because. I heard that cards are sort of like booming now. So I figured, all right, like maybe I could get one for a decent price. They're already going for like thousands of dollars, like the ones that are in
0: really good condition. Yeah. And this was before he even stepped on the field. <laughs> no, like that, that, that's what these card makers are doing now. They, they're making like rookie cards for guys who are in like low A ball. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure like Wander Franco has like four different sets of cards for like the last four years. Like it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah,
1: the uh, the bar is certainly set high for him, and thus far he's proving he can get there. Yeah,
2: I guess I'll, I'll be a homer here and uh, talk about talk about my pirates and how they are on the pay, on pace to be the worst team in MOB history. <laughs> now, with that being said, I think they should fully they have fully embraced the tank the tank mode, but there is no reason for Cabrian Hayes not to be on the roster. And Tony Cruz. At, well, nah he he's still he's still a little he's like a year away. Okay. And then I'm I'm up for Kevin or yeah Kevin Newman should be starting every day, and Cole Tucker should be playing in the outfield starting every day because at this point, what what is the point of playing Gerard Dyson?
0: Yeah, nothing.
2: <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
0: At a yeah. loss for words, apparently yeah
2: <laughs> so but here's here's my thing is why are you not playing your young guys to get them experience so when you are finally starting to win they they already have that experience
0: That's always been the big conversation around these big prospects because like remember Vlad Guerrero he was supposed to be up in like 2018 they just were like, no we're not gonna no we're not gonna pull him up. We're not ready to win yet, so why pull him up? Um, he's clearly better than a lot of those guys on the roster, but they, the way, like, the rules work now, I don't know. That, that's definitely something that needs to be looked at is – because I think they're, like, the rule in hockey is, like, you're either on the team for, like, six years or until, like, you're 28 or something or something like that. That would be, like, a cool rule for these guys. Just, hey, bring them up if they're ready. Like, you're either having them for six years or they're gone by the time they're 27. It's really bad the way the current system is set up. They, they've yeah. got to work something
1: out in or, Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. That I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's your bad best for players baseball. aren't playing. Yes, something's <laughs> got to change. That's a good takeaway,
0: Bobby. Yes, as frustrating as it is.
1: <laughs> so similar to your Luis Robert take, uh, I just recently discovered this Kyle Lewis. Uh, Kyle Lewis. Jeez, Kyle Lewis. Lewis. Excuse Lewis. me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's tongue tongue twister maybe, but, um, whatever his name is, I just discovered him and he's a stud out in Seattle.
0: I think he's got like four or five homers or.
1: Yeah. I watched him hit a double off the wall last night too. And he was a first round pick a couple of years ago, apparently. And I just somehow completely glossed over his name. I even saw him play in Pittsburgh last year. I checked the box score this morning, but, um, I, I really like what he's got. And I think he could be a mainstay in Seattle for a while and, they have not been great at developing talent over the last <laughs> h- however many years 10, 15. They've got like an interesting little squad there. I'm not really buying into them too much, but uh, I like what they put together. And I think Kyle Lewis, Kyle Lewis ah, has a solid MLB uh, future going.
0: Yeah. The, um, the trade for the trade away of Diaz and Cano has set them up super nicely. Yeah. Ex- that was highway robbery. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Who? Who's the? They had what? Jared Klenick or whatever? Is that the? Klenick? That the guy?
0: Yeah, I've had. I don't even know how to. That, that that's a tongue twister. I don't know how to say that one. <laughs> yeah. That, and um, uh, who's the pitcher? Uh, or some pitcher also in that deal? That beats me, man. Klenick is the big name. Yeah.
2: To stay on your uh young guy train, did you guys see the Dustin May highlight uh
0: oh, my, reel from disgusting. last night?
2: That that ninety-eight two-seam fastball that breaks about ten feet.
0: That was disgusting. Yeah. Uh, okay. So here's the trade: the Mets traded Kolenic, Jay Bruce, uh, Gerson Bautista, Justin Dunn, who is the big prospect. I was. There you go. Know, yep. And Anthony Swarzak to the Seattle Mariners in exchange for Robinson Cano, Edwin Diaz, and twenty million. And the Diaz trade is probably the all-time favorite for Mets fans, Uh, talking to any of them. them, They just love Edwin Diaz. Anytime he walks onto that mound, I feel really good about the end of this game. Uh, Just kidding. Um, No, they do not. Um, (laughs) That guy is – I don't know how many blown saves and what ERA. Yeah, David, what was your hot take about Diaz this year? I forget.
1: I thought he was coming back, man. I, I said he was going to be – well, you said top five closer wasn't hot enough, so I changed it to he was going to be a top three closer, and uh, certainly he's proved me wrong thus far. <laughs> I don't know. Made a take sticking to it. So, <laughs> he you, oh, you, can, you can turn some things around.
2: Did you see – sticking on the Edwin Diaz trade, did you see his quote on how he was upset that he wasn't pitching in enough games?
0: <laughs> I didn't no. Yeah, he
2: he made he made a quote that uh he wanted to pitch in more games and that he wanted to pitch in back to backs, but his first blown save was in a back to back
1: I'm sure that went over very well with the new York media yep, I'm
0: sure they gobbled that up real yeah. quick <laughs> I, th-
2: I think it was i think it was buried in the Joanna cesspidus news
0: oh gee <laughs> that was a fiasco um anyway we're going to move on to uh <laughs> USA Baseball in the Olympics, and we're going to build a roster of baseball players from the United States of America. NHL Stanley Cup playoffs are going on right now, and my roommate and I got in a conversation about the Winter Olympics and how the NHL kind of has their schedule, uh, scheduled around it to allow pros to go play for their home countries, which I think is super cool. And Bryce Harper earlier this year was on the Starting Nine podcast and he was talking about how much he would love to take the time to throw on the Stars and Stripes and go play for a gold medal. So what are your thoughts on that? How cool would it be to have mlb let guys go play for their countries?
1: Yeah, hockey was going to be my, my point in this one. If they can work it out, I'm sure the MLB can also. Of course, you lose that two or three weeks worth of revenue during that time, but they've, they've got to make it up somehow, right? Or Obviously, it doesn't impact the owners too much or else they wouldn't let it happen. Yeah. So um I don't know. I I always thought that when baseball was an Olympic sport, it was strange that we sent minor leaguers over there. It is boring and nobody wants to watch that. So um
0: yeah. the yeah, MLB's exactly. gotta figure something out. Yeah, and I think MLB owners should be open to that idea because they get exposure on a global scale, which means these people around the globe become fans of them and then they wanna go see those games. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think any time you can get exposure with your best athletes possible, it's good for the game. Like basketball in the Olympics.
1: I'm almost to the point where I would say that if major leaguers were playing in the Olympics, they never would have scrapped it. Yeah. Because people would have been watching it. And I I feel like the Olympics wouldn't have taken that out if if viewership was heavy. So I, I would love to see it.
0: Yeah, let's say, like, uh, next year you got Shohei Ohtani on the mound for Japan facing Mike Trout of the Angels. And like, they're both on the Angels, but Mike Trout's playing for the USA. Ohtani's playing for Japan. How cool would that be? I, I just think that would be some of, like, the coolest things you could possibly think of. Um, just like, And you get to see, like, guys that you really don't get to see that much. Let's say, uh, like, a Nolan Arenado. He's on the field, and but you're on the East Coast. You never really get to see him. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I think it'd be cool to, like, see all these guys playing together. And
2: –
0: Yeah, Bobby, go ahead. Let's hear I was going
2: to say, I think, it's, I think it's also a big thing for the smaller countries, like the Dominican Republic. Like, yeah. those would – that would be huge for them. Like, how many Olympians do they have a year? Like, this would be completely centered around them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would
0: – Same with Puerto Rico and – Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so, I don't know if you guys watched the World Baseball Classic in 2017. But it was so cool. Easily the best atmospheres I've ever seen at a baseball game. Um, The Dominican versus USA game was absurd, both in Miami and San Diego. Those games were absurd. The, The highlight of Adam Jones going over the wall in center field in San Diego to rob Manny Machado, his teammate. Like, come on. Like, where else do you get that experience? I'm so for it. It helps grow the game. But, yeah, any last thoughts on that before we get into the team construction?
1: I think you hit the nail on the head with the uh, baseball classic comparison. Like you said, that it was almost like a, like a soccer game, the atmospheres in yeah. the stadiums. Everybody was into it. And while it was a rivalry, it was – very sportsmanlike. at the same time, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there was no real animosity there. Like everybody was just having a really good time watching the best players in the world play baseball. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and people people... why not have more of that? Yeah. And people get so attached to these guys because they're playing for your country. And mm-hmm. I think that's so much cooler.
2: And I, I think one of the big things though, is that the best players will play in the Olympics. Like Going back to your starting nine Bryce Harper thing, like he is he's not a big world baseball classic fan, but the Olympics to him stand out, so if we have our best players playing, that makes it all the better.
0: yeah, I don't think it would take any convincing whatsoever to get these players in to play for a gold medal mm-hmm. yeah there's no way um it, it would take it would take almost no convincing all right, so we thought it would be fun to have the three of us put together a team of. Sorts for what the USA team could look like. Uh, Bobby took care of the starting nine and the lineup. David has the bench guys and the starting staff, and I've got the bullpen. So, Bobby, take it away.
2: Starting at catcher, I have JT Realmuto of the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, first base, I have Anthony Rizzo. Second base, I have Jeff McNeil. Third base, I have Nolan Arenado. Shortstop, I have Bregman. And then for my three outfield spots, I have Yelich, Trout, and Mookie Betts. And then I rounded out with a DH. So I'm not really sure how international rules are. but uh, I'm sure we'll they have with, a DH. Uh, Pete Alonzo of the
0: New York Mets. Alonzo, there you go. No Aaron Judge in the starting lineup. <laughs> no,
2: Pitt, the Pittsburgh Yankee fans won't be happy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no that that that's a legit team. The biggest surprise to me, I guess, is is there really no like no offense to Jeff McNeil, but is there like a lot of international second basemen?
2: Yeah, when I think of second basemen, you think of like Ozzy Albies, Altuve. But yeah, I think I think even middle infielders in general, I think they're mostly non-American because I have I have, yeah, I have Bregman at. Short – who played short at LSU, but
0: – Yeah. Hmm. Huh. That's interesting. All right. Uh, David, uh, round out the bench for us and then give us a starting staff. Just based
1: off of Bobby's starting lineup, I put this bench together uh, carrying two catchers. I have Will Smith and Mitch Garver. Figured those would be two good young names. As for infield, I went with DJ LeMahieu. Plays like six different positions and rakes. Uh, so yes. – <laughs> um, he, you could put him at first, you could put him at second, you could put him at third, and hell, if you probably put him in the outfield, I'm sure you would make some plays. <laughs> yeah. But uh, And then I was thinking you probably need another middle infielder too, so I was torn between two names and would like to get your thoughts on them. Trout, I went with your boy, Trey Turner, or one of
0: my boys, Corey Seager, for your backup shortstop. Hmm. Well, how many lefties do we have? Um, how many lefty batters? Do, Bobby, how many lefties do you have in the starting line?
2: Rizzo I'm gonna be honest I don't know what McNeil is
0: I think he bats lefty
2: and I don't know what Yelich is or not um
0: Yelich bats left I know
2: I know Yelich is righty uh Alonzo he's a righty right or is he
0: Alonzo's a righty Yelich is a lefty
2: okay so we have Yelich McNeil and Rizzo for lefties
0: Mm. yeah because Trey Turner has the speed that you might want in those later innings um Corey Seager might be better for, like, those matchups on the lefty righties. That's a tough one.
2: Let me w- – what about uh, Trevor Story? Because I was between Bregman and Story for my – That's another
0: – yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> could Turner play second, Trey Turner? He came
1: up as a second baseman. You could put him at two, theoretically. I don't know, and then toy around at the shortstop position a little bit.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't think my McNeil pick
1: is a very uh,
0: – He's good, dem- though. He, he is and, good. And he's but,
1: flexible. He's another flexible
0: guy. Yeah. No, we're sticking with your picks. We're sticking with your picks. It's <laughs> you had to work around him. It's all right. Hey, this is what happens. This is it's good. No, it's good. Uh, I don't know, David. Who who do got gut reaction? Who are you taking? Um, Seager or Turner? Just
1: because you like Trey Turner, I'm going to take Corey Seeger. Okay. So uh, th- that's <laughs> that's who's going to wrap up my infield. Um, then I picked a couple tweeners. Uh, Cody Bellinger, man.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. he can uh, play first like, too.
1: Yeah, you got to have him in there. And I also like Whit Merrifield. You can play second, or you can play the outfield. Yeah, Whit, um, a,
0: he he can rack up those hits, man. He's, he's I was gonna say he
1: gets he gets on base. <laughs> <laughs> Why do yeah, we like? That's him? all you need. Gets, gets on, on base. <laughs> yep. And um, you mentioned him earlier.
0: Aaron Judge will be my fourth outfielder on the roster. There you go. I think we're putting together a legit team. Uh, let, let's hear the starters for this team. Who All right, is so, not um, going to get hits against these guys?
1: <laughs> the lineup is already pretty uh, pretty ridiculous, but uh, the pitching, I have Jacob deGrom, Garrett Cole, Shane Bieber, Walker Bueller, and Steven Strasburg rounding it out.
0: Ooh, legit. I like it. Yeah, uh, probably the next Olympics probably would not see Max Scherzer go out there. Um yeah, I was thinking Scherzer there. and Verlander might be a little old by then, so I yes, left them off. But holy smokes, yeah! Can you imagine DeGrom, Cole, Bueller, Bieber, Strasburg? Like, no, oh I God. can't. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, like, who, like, who's like your number five out of that gap, like group? Like,
1: <laughs> I don't even know, man. Like, That's you right. don't even really have one. Like, yeah. <laughs> Don't even assign numbers or, you know, just, yeah. just throw them out there on any given day.
0: <laughs> Jeez, Can that's I? legit. All right. Uh, I uh, I was tasked with putting the bullpen together. And so I think my long reliever, I'm going to cheat a little bit, but I'm going to have Tyler now in my long reliever spot. He has relieved in the past, and I would feel comfortable comfortable with him doing that. Other middle relievers, Nick Anderson, also of the Rays. If I could draft the entire Rays bullpen, I think I would do it. Uh, <laughs> but Nick Anderson is probably the best of the bunch there um, that is American. He's legit. His slider, fast, it's, I don't even want to touch it. Uh, then Ken Giles, another middle reliever, Hunter Miles Giles. And then, I don't know, I, I, I added Craig Kimbrell. Wow.
2: He's going to – you're talking about Verlander being old. Kimbrel is going to be old.
0: I don't know. I, I, I've I always respected Craig Kimbrel. And I, I don't know if you guys want to put Taylor Rogers or whatever his name is of the Minnesota Twins in there, feel free. Hater. Uh, well, I, I'm getting there. <laughs> I still have my high leverage guy, my seventh inning, my setup, and my closer, all right? I got you. I, I gotcha. All right, so my high leverage guy, I'm going – Drew Pomeranz. This guy can get you two innings if you need it. His transition to the bullpen was pretty legit last year. Bobby, I don't know your thoughts on the high leverage pick of Drew Pomeranz.
2: I don't know. I'm I'm more on the uh, that we are bringing up a couple uh, Tampa Bay Rays and we're leaving off the best American-born Tampa Bay Ray pitcher.
0: <laughs> Yarborough.
2: No, uh, Blake <laughs> Snell.
0: How, well, how this- do we? He's a starter. I didn't want to put all starters in my bullpen. That's unf- I don't know. I, I, I,
2: if you're if you're gonna take a middle and glass now,
0: he's- I understand this is not the best possible team. I just wanted a bullpen of all right, that's relievers. Fair. That's fair. If you want, we can put Ver- we can put Verlander in there, we can put <laughs> Scherzer in there, we can put Blake Snout, we can put Charlie Morton in there. Who else?
2: Former pirate Charlie Morton.
0: Yes. Like, all right. I'm I I I put I got a bullpen guys.
1: All right. All right. So I like the big smooth Drew Pomeranz. I mentioned that a couple episodes ago. I'm a huge fan of his. And um, so yeah, great pick. L- love you, buddy.
0: All right. And then in the seventh inning, I'm gonna have Brad Hand coming out of the pen. And then as my setup guy, I have Josh Hader. And if he, if he can come in in the seventh and get the seventh and the eighth, I'm cool with that. Uh, Or if it's just the eighth, mow him down. Who cares? You're going home. Uh, And then uh, my closer, is going to be Kirby Yates also of the Padres. He's legit. Um, He's probably been the best reliever over the last couple of years um, in that closer role as Josh Hader's kind of like moved around and can be like two, three innings if you need it. But yeah. So I think our team's going to win a lot of games. Uh, it might uh it, it might have a little bit of trouble with the uh dominican or puerto rican teams but i think it's gonna be good yeah
2: <laughs> I, I was gonna say besides besides the dominican i don't i don't see that team having an issue with anybody else
0: yeah I mean, um,
2: cause- we beat the Dominican in the World Baseball Classic and our best players weren't playing. If our best players play, there's, I don't think there's anyone that beats us.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so on the theme of the Olympics, we're going to move on to our draft, and that is the draft of the weirdest or strangest Olympic sports. So, Bobby, being our guest for today, you have the first overall pick of our three-round draft.
2: I'm going to take trampoline from the summer Olympics.
0: <laughs> what do they even do in that? Just bouncing around have, a couple times.
2: <laughs> I have no idea. All I know is I saw that it was. I looked up the list of the weirdest Olympics, or er, I looked up the list of Olympic sports. I said, "Why? That's how is that a sport?" So that was that was my number one.
0: All right, that I I believe that qualifies as weird. Uh, uh, David, second pick, overall pick Have you guys ever seen Skeleton in
1: the Winter Olympics? Yes You like get on this little sled and go head first down some ice yeah. And you know, like, it's people like the, get messed up But you're yeah. going face well, first Yeah, that, um, so I'm, I'm picking Skeleton
2: it, That was a, uh, someone died in the 2012 Vancouver mm-hmm. Olympics
0: Yeah, I, I remember that I think it might have been 2014 or 2010. I do remember that, though. Yeah, that was – sheesh. Yeah, it's not – it's a weird sport, and it's not a safe sport by any means. No, it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah.
2: that's It's very high speed.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird. All right, so my first pick, third overall, is going to be the pentathlon. And that's where you take swimming, you take running, you take horseback riding, you take fencing and you take shooting and you put it all together for one event and it's called the pentathlon. And I think it's the strangest combination of events you could potentially have. And imagine growing up saying, I'm going to be a pentathlon athlete. <laughs> like that that's what you're training for. You've got to be a unit. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's the most obscure set of skills putting together. I don't know. Uh, very strange indeed. Uh, Bobby, what you got?
2: Uh, for my second pick, I'm going to take sailing.
0: Interesting. <laughs> I didn't even know that was an Olympic sport. Yeah,
2: that. Like I, yeah. These. I I don't understand how that is also a sport, but apparently that is a that's a summer Olympic sport. So. Uh, that i think it i think it speaks for itself
0: how does that even work is it like time trials or i
2: I would assume that it's time trial but it's yeah
0: that yeah that's definitely weird david uh
1: so i thought the proper name for this was synchronized swimming but it's actually artistic swimming and um (laughs) that's what i'm going with i don't think i've ever tuned into an artistic swimming event and i don't know if i ever will but it yeah. fits this list and that's that's my pick dude i i, I was gonna pick that next it is <laughs> what is appealing about that like <laughs> i don't know but there must be people who dedicate their their whole lives to it and, and props to them because if you can get to the olympic level and that you like i, I wonder what separates them you know like what what makes the the gold medalist that much better than than the silver or things of that <laughs> yeah. nature? But it, it'd be interesting <laughs> to check out.
0: That's a great thought. Yeah. What's that? how do you distinguish who is better than?
1: <laughs> yeah, there has to be some sort of scoring system, right? Like,
0: yeah, like. Do they have, like, stat cast tracking them? It's like, okay, their leg lengths were off by, like, one one-hundredth of a second, not synchronized. (laughs) Maybe, man. I'm looking
1: at pictures of the artistic swimmers right now, and they're all in really good shape. So, I'm like, by no
0: means am I discrediting artistic (laughs) swimming. Oh, yeah, um, we're not discrediting any any of these. (laughs) We're just saying, why is this a sport to earn a medal? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, man. That's what I'm going with. All right, and uh, going off of that, I'm going to take rhythmic gymnastics, which is essentially them playing around with the long uh, pieces of fabric. Uh, also for some kind of point system. Um, not sure how it works. You either got like a solo event where you're twirling the thing around your head or like the team event where you've got like one big ribbon. I don't know. I'm, I will also never tune into rhythmic gymnastics. <laughs> uh, it is very strange. Yeah, I don't know. There, there's really not much else to say. I don't know. Do you guys have thoughts on rhythmic gymnastics?
1: I would love to know how people get into these kind of things. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's Crazy a family parents. thing. Yeah, like, you know, like my dad liked baseball so i like baseball like I, if my parents liked rhythmic gymnastics would, be, would i be a rhythmic gymnast you know like I, I don't really know how it works but um it would be interesting to find out
2: yeah i want to know what separates the ryth- rhythmic gymnastics people from the actual like gymnastics i don't know if the actual gymnastics yeah, like, if that's the correct term but like <laughs> yeah.
0: it's like <laughs> but like, like how, how do you decide trials, like, between right. the two you're not good enough for this jumping <laughs> around on this bar. Here here's a here's a piece of here's a piece of string. You go run around yeah. with that, maybe you can get upgraded to the ribbon. <laughs> oh jeez. Again, not discrediting these people. Just think it's kinda weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Uh Bobby, your final pick.
2: <laughs> uh, I think for my final pick, I'm gonna take Badminton. Okay. That that's and I I want to say it was the last Summer Olympics. There was actually an issue with uh, people throwing matches for better seedings in the uh, in the uh, <laughs> knockout round. So not only is it not only is it a little bizarre, but there's there's some uh, there's some uh, bad sportsmanship in it. So I I think that takes a hit.
1: Yeah, this, is know, this definitely. Should... Go ahead, Dave. Uh, You know the Chicago Black Sox? You could call them the Chicago Black (laughs) (laughs) Sheesh.
0: Yeah, like um, it's definitely a sport that I view as reserved for the Peter Gammons of the baseball world. Um, Just (laughs) very old people um, that maybe you can move around a little bit. Uh, It doesn't come down as fast. It's a little bit easier. It's a lot easier than tennis. But, yeah. I I think it's one of those things that's reserved for old people but somehow is an Olympic sport.
2: Yeah, when I think of badminton, I think of, like, July 4th, chilling with a couple glizzies, like, not an (laughs) Olympic sport.
0: (laughs) Yes. Very strange. Very strange
1: indeed. David, your last pick. Um, so this one's sort of normal most of the time, but when brought to the Olympic level, it's like insane. So I'm going ping pong or table tennis. <laughs> yeah. Those guys hit the ball so fast and have to stand like five feet away from the table so they can possibly return the serves. And crazy uh, is the only way I can describe it. So that's
0: what I'm going with. Yeah. Well, see, that also that takes some level of athleticism, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, but I think all of these take some level of athleticism. It de- well, I,
1: ping pong definitely takes hand-eye coordination.
0: Yeah, well, my last pick does, has nothing to do with athleticism. Um, and oh, it man. It's the wonderful sport of curling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a sport where these guys with brooms, uh, they heat up the ice in front of this big freaking rock that these guys just <laughs> hurl. No one tells you how the rules work. Uh, it's kind of just on um, – you can have a beer belly and be a gold medalist as we saw with the last gold medalists, uh, <laughs> in the 2018 games with, as the Americans won. Um, these guys were turned out to be national heroes. I think I was at a game where they threw out like a first pitch or something. I don't know. It was weird. I I, I watch it. I think it's fun. It, it's fun. Cause it's like, these guys are just yelling at the rocks. Go left, left, left. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think, uh, definitely one of the weirdest sports, um, other sports we left off that I thought were kind of trivial, uh, the biathlon, which is essentially cross-country skiing and then shooting, <laughs> trying to hit targets. Another one, it's called, the official name is equestrian, which is essentially just horseback riding. Um, it's not horse racing, which you would think is would be more of a sport. It's just, let's just see how nicely we can jump over these bars. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, fencing, also kind of weird, but I kind of included that in my pentathlon pick which i thought was kind of weird and then shot put also kind of strange let's we'll see how far i can throw this big boulder <laughs> you know, that, that definitely was in the original olympic games uh for sure um, i don't know any other weird sports you guys saw that you didn't get to draft
2: oh another thing that i did not know was a sport it's called sport climbing apparently that's in the summer olympics <laughs>
0: um so
2: and then, climbing big rocks uh, yeah, that's 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 kind of what it looked like. I don't, I don't know. That yeah, it, a li- little bizarre for me. Another one was handball. Again, I I think of that as like a PE sport, not like yep. a uh, yeah Olympic sport. And then uh, going off of David, I had uh, bobsleigh, which is yeah. basically a four-person skeleton.
0: Cool runnings. <laughs>
2: Cool runnings, yes. Yes,
0: great Bob Fled movie if you ever want to watch that. (laughs) I think John Candy's in it. um, Going off of Bobby's uh,
1: handball remark, that is a sport that we would dominate in if all of our, like, sort of rejected athletes from the major four sports played it. If we just put our most athletic people on the floor or old pitchers who can throw that Mm. thing at ridiculous speeds,
0: Yes, get Matt the Harvey out there. would be the best. Get Matt Harvey out there, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This guy'll be throwing 98 mile an hour sliders. <laughs> Have you
1: watched Olympic handball? It's great. Like the goalies are almost useless. It's like a big day if they make like five saves. Yeah, <laughs> because the nets are so big and the shots come in so hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jeez, ah, that's that's yeah. No, seriously. Uh, who's that uh, quarterback? that failed with the Browns and then was like a wide receiver with the Redskins.
2: Terrell Pryor. Yeah. 4-1-2. Get him out
0: there. Him uh, yeah. Out I there. was thinking, I was thinking former football players, like
1: defensive backs or tight ends. Or is it like, or our friend, we'd be Grizz. Unstoppable. <laughs> or our friend Grizz. Yes. Weightlifter. <laughs>
2: F- former quarterbacks throw out Jamarcus Russell.
0: Hunter Geisel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I think we've uh, hit the nail on the head for the handball argument. Uh, But yes, I think we could dominate that sport if we put all our rejected athletes in there. Um, (laughs) That's a good thought there, David. All right, trivia. And the trivia comes from the 21st century, as they all do. Uh, There is one active player who has won at least seven consecutive gold gloves and also led the National League in home runs at least three times. Do you know that player? Bob, any guesses?
2: Is it Nolan Arenado?
0: Ding, 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 ding. Correct. <laughs> Nolan Arenado of the Colorado Rockies. He has won seven consecutive gold gloves. And I think he's won a couple platinum gloves as well. Um, and, yes, he has led the National League. There's actually – he is one of two players in the history of the major leagues to do this. One, the other one was also a third baseman. He played for the Philadelphia Phillies back in the 70s and 80s. David, do you know who that is? Uh, Mike Schmidt, I'm guessing? Yes, you are correct. (laughs) All right. Um, So, do we think there's any active players now who could replicate what Arenado and Schmidt have done? Uh, My guess would be somebody like a Ronald Acuna Jr. I don't know. I was going to say maybe Aaron Judge. Ooh, yeah. Or maybe like a Mookie
1: Betts. Yeah, I'm thinking an outfielder for sure. I can't think. It would have to be a third baseman. Because no middle infielder hits for that much power, right? Yeah, maybe
0: it's like Trevor Story, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What, so what's the? Exa- it's seven Gold Gloves, three time leaders.
0: Yeah, at, uh the home run, yeah.
2: I don't know. You think Trout could hit for enough power?
0: He doesn't have an. He's getting slower and slower as he's getting older. I don't think he's going I don't think he's won a Gold Glove yet. Has he? Oh.
2: I don't know. I just, I, don't. I just remember seeing him over the wall
0: at uh, Oh, yeah. No, like he definitely has his yeah. moments where he's ridiculous. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. Maybe like a first baseman even. Uh, how many gold gloves is like Freddie Freeman won? I feel like he's a gold glove. Uh, I know he's Pete a good pick. I know Pete Alonzo is working hard on his defense this year. Um,
2: I think Freddie Freeman might be a little too old to start that train, though.
0: Oh, yeah. He has to lead seven consecutive times. Yeah, that's true.
1: It's hard because I'm thinking it would have to be an outfielder, but outfield gold gloves are so hard to come around. Maybe Matt because Chapman. Because there's
0: so many outfielders. Maybe Matt, Matt, Matt Chapman. Chapman is a good one. Yeah. Or Matt Olsen on the other side of the diamond.
2: I don't know. I think we're sleeping on our $200 million man.
0: <laughs> Kevin Newman.
2: Yeah, um, my, my, that's, that's my pick. My pick is Kevin Newman.
0: Uh, we're going to move on to... Uh, the song lyric or movie quote of the day Uh, I liked it so much last week at the movie quotes I think we're just going to roll with it you can choose one uh, if you want to pick a song lyric go ahead if you want to pick a movie quote go ahead Uh, David what you got for us
1: sort of running with the Olympic sports theme I picked something that is definitely not an Olympic sport and uh, that is professional wrestling and my lyric involves that Um, I loved the WWE when I was like seven or eight years old and uh, two of my favorites are referenced here. So it's, uh, I think it's Sway Lee on Ray Shrimmer's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame says, uh, no, I'm not Shawn Michaels, but I'm breaking hearts and the way I'm living, it's so rated R. So uh, we get (laughs) a reference to Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid and Edge, the rated R superstar. (laughs) <laughs> Two of the top professional wrestling talents on the globe yes david's a big w w
0: e historian <laughs> yes <laughs> that's that's a great one i love it uh bobby what you what'd you bring to the table
2: um you know i i was really i was really struggling on this didn't didn't really know what to bring to the table but uh on my way home today had a uh, had the shuffle on, big country guy had some Zach Brand Zach Brown band on, and it was not a worry in the world. A PBR on the way, life is good today. So yes. sit sitting here, drinking a nice PBR. Life is good today, so I'm I'm going with that today. Yeah, feel, feeling
0: good. And nothing's better than like a no stress day. I, I feel that. That, that's a great one. Here's mine uh, on the theme of Kevin Newman. I pulled the song or I pulled the lyric from can't tell me nothing by Kanye. The song lyric goes, I feel the pressure under more scrutiny and what I do act more stupidly. That's a good um, one. Yeah. That I love that. Um, and it's also like a real thing. It's like, all right, I have like so many pressures. It's like, and then like, you just freak out. You forget like how to act, act more stupidly. I like that. Cause he's, He just made up a word.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's Kanye. He does what he wants.
0: Yeah. Another great lyric from that is, uh, I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. And when I awoke, I spent it on a necklace. (laughs) I know you're a big fan of gold chains. Dude, I saw uh, a couple. Do I have a couple? No, I do not. Um, (laughs) You should. I have a gold uh neck thing on the jersey right now um (laughs) i saw uh marcus allen getting off the elevator uh last week and he was wearing a chain that probably cost fifty thousand (laughs) dollars i think you should find a way to budget that in
1: iced out trout
0: yeah part it's for the brand for the brand um (laughs) uh Um, uh, i am historically one of the cheapest people you will find Uh, if there's a deal i'll find it uh i just bought golf clubs and the reason i bought them was they were 50 Uh, (laughs) dollars. they're good golf clubs but hey i'll find the deals don't don't you worry trout trout's got it on, on his mind all right uh we're gonna bring it all home now with the trending twitter topic so five guys is trending today on twitter so thoughts on five guys and what is your fast food f- favorite fast food restaurant? If it is not five guys,
2: my th- five guys is fire. However, I think it, it, it's a little, it's a little too pricey for me to be considered fast food. You get, I mean, you, it's
0: fast it's, like mission barbecue. That's fast food. You order, you're getting, you're pouring your drink and they're like trout or will or Bobby or David. <laughs> I forgot my name for a second. Um, <laughs> um, like I don't know, it's fast food to me.
2: Yeah, but I I also think one of the things about fast food is that it's on the cheaper side. Fat, like you get you get a full meal there, it's like eighteen bucks. Like, that is
0: true. Uh, if you do not order a small burger from Five Guys, it's gonna run you some money.
1: I think it definitely falls into the fast casual kind of uh yeah category if we're going like sort of like a chipotle or like you said a mission um i'm trying to think of other things like that Nate. you know what i mean like the yeah. types of places you just walk in and get food but they don't really have a drive
0: through yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah my thought on five guys is uh Unless you are feeding an entire family and you want fries, you better order these small fries um, <laughs> because they will give you the equivalent of a large. Uh, if you order a large, they basically give you an entire paper bag of French fries. In that sopping wet bag,
1: like yes. you said, from all the grease. Yeah. And it smells you, you got, so good.
2: You got <laughs> yeah. to tear the uh, – to combat the grease, you just got to tear the top of the bag off. Let, let the fries breathe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you're a five guys aficionado here.
2: Oh, I, I love five guys. Um, <laughs> big yeah. five guys guy. I, yeah.
0: Um, Bacon so, cheeseburger. Yeah, what, uh, what are your guys' favorite fast food restaurants? If you take into account the price factor that Bobby is entailing. I'm uh, going
2: Chick-fil-A every day. I could, eat Chick- I could eat Chick-fil-A the rest, every day for the rest of my life.
0: Chick-fil-A, yes, Chick-fil-A. I feel like, yeah, that, that's a big one on everybody's minds. David, what's your favorite fast food? Oh, I got two that I'm
1: torn on. I love uh, Taco Bell and Wendy's, man. Ooh, I, I passed,
0: Wendy's, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I passed two Taco Bells on my way to work, and I passed two Wendy's. And many a time on the way home or on the way in, I'll stop and, and like, grab lunch from there or something like that. I love Taco Bell and Wendy's, man taco bell is underrated i feel i agree and you can get ten dollars worth of taco bell and you'll be full for the next six hours you might feel awful afterwards but you'll be full for a really long time
0: (laughs) yeah i'm a big fan of the uh chicken quesadilla that they have or the um i don't even know what it's called like the tacos. It's all the same at the yeah. end of the day.
1: Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you get a gordita or a quesadilla or whatever, it's all the same at the yep. end. And it's all delicious.
0: <laughs> Alright, that is going to end our show. Uh, do you guys have any, any last thoughts that you thought um, and you didn't get the opportunity to share?
2: Kumar Rocker to the Pirates.
0: <laughs> that would be another Garrett Cole-esque pick. Um, <laughs> David, any thoughts you didn't get to share?
1: The shredded chicken burrito is the best option if you hit Taco Bell, and you could not argue otherwise to me.
0: All right. Uh, that's the David Bourne stamp of approval. Uh, my <laughs> last thought was uh, Nolan Arenado is criminally underrated, and that's just because he plays for Colorado. Yes, uh, sir.
2: <laughs> NL West leading Colorado Rockies.
0: Yes, eight and two. Big start to the year. All right. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, every time I, I'm on here, I appreciate the game of baseball even more. Thank you for having us.